I know you were expecting Serena to speak this morning, but, but she asked me to share. I'm grateful to her for allowing me the opportunity. You don't recognize me, do you? I don't look like what I used to look. I'm a different person to who I was then. You have read lots about me in, in what you called a Bible, a Bible. In fact, my story is well known among Christians. I'm usually identified by my defect. Way back in history, people, people believed that I was part of, of sinfulness. Would it help if I gave you a hint? You still call me by that offensive name. Yes, you do. You're Christian, but, but you call me by a derogatory name. Everybody else did. I forgive you, though. I, I, I forgive you. My name means son of the unclean. <laughs> Broke my heart just thinking, just thinking about people referring to me like that, son of the unclean. Until that day though, oh what a day it was. I still think about that day. I cry when I remember that day. Tears of joy though. My entire life was changed that day. Turned me completely around and since that day I have lived following Jesus. Since that day, though, I've come to realize it is not who people say you are, it is who God says you are. It's not where you come from, it is where God is taking you. But before I even found out that about myself, I had to break free. And part of breaking free meant telling people, shush, don't shush me. My story is about how, in spite of my circumstances, I had faith in God. And I was desperate enough to cry out to Jesus. And now I live my life sharing my story. That's what I, you're supposed to do, I'm told. Share your story. You call it a testimony. I, I just call it my story. So today, I want to tell you about that day. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is, son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. I could remember 
I was born blind, blind and, and left behind. The odds were always against me. I was cursed, they said. An outcast who sat by the road of Jericho, daily begging anyone and everyone just to give me something. And every time they looked at me, they looked at me with disgust and they would say, poor old blind begging fool. They never once stopped to, to consider my circumstances or to have meaningful conversations with me. Even when they placed a piece of silver in my cup, they never once acknowledged me. I, I hated myself so much. I wish I would die. Why me? How could something so terrible happen to me? What crime did I commit? What did my mother do that was so wrong? Every time they looked at me, they said, you and your mama are cursed. Deep down inside, it hurt me. Old, blind, begging. Bartimaeus, that was not my name. My mother called me Bartimaeus. How did you get to call me blind, Bartimaeus? In so early in the morning, my, my, my cousin would put me by the roadside to beg. The day began like any other day. I made my way to the spot where the crowd of people had gathered, but I can tell that something was different that day. There were so many people around, so much excitement in the air, excitement for miles and miles away. I could hear the crowd chattering and laughing and playing, and babies were crying. It seemed as if everyone was out that day. I was curious. And, and I, I tried to listen, to hear, to see what was going on. But the crowd, they boxed me in even more. I mean, after all, I was just blind old body males. Just sitting out here for nothing other to beg for money and for food. But maybe today I was going to make some extra money. I needed shoes. There were soles on my feet from walking barefoot on the gravel daily. But my curiosity got the best of me and I was caught up in the excitement like everybody else and I wanted to know what was happening. Could I benefit? How would I even benefit? What's happening? What's happening? Somebody tell me, tell me. And I leaned forward to try to hear, to get to know what's happening, what's happening. Then somebody said something amazing. They said, it's Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth is part passing by and my blind eyes opened in wonder Jesus G G Jesus I know that name who is Jesus <gasps> it's him it's him that that miracle working man from Galilee it's him he, he had just brought Lazarus back to life Lazarus had been dead for four days I laughed in unbelief, but I, I still wanted to believe a man dead for four days and now he was alive. What? What if, what if he can do that 
for me to what if he can touch my blind eyes and I could see Jesus they said he was son of God he was son of David he was that that messiah guy I would hear all the conversations about him I was blind not stupid you know I paid attention I heard all about how, how he, he, he healed that woman with the issue of blood. I, I heard about how, how he, he that, that man that came to the roof, you know, and, and, and he was lame and Jesus healed him. I heard about how he fed the 5,000. I did. I did. And I even heard about the wedding, you know, water became wine. And, and many days I said, oh, if I was there for that wine. I had longed for a chance to meet him. I dreamt of that day. If only, if only he would pass my way. Maybe, maybe it could happen for me. That miracle thing. Jesus coming here now. Oh my goodness, could it be, could it be, is it possible, the great Jesus here now, today? I've never really analyzed all the things that they said he did, but I was, I was desperate. I was desperate for change to happen in my life. And so I had prayed day and night and night and day. Oh God, oh God, can you please heal my eyes? They were just there as fans, you know. They just wanted to say, I met Jesus. Woohoo, Jesus, I saw him, I saw him. But I wanted him to touch me. I wanted to know him. I was blind. And if anyone could help me, it was him. And so I started to move, to move, to get closer. But the crowd, the crowd was so thick and wicked. I couldn't move the way they boxed me in. And somehow I said to myself, there is no way I'm going to sit here today and do nothing. So I started calling his name, Jesus! Jesus! But the crowd shushed me. They said, shut up, old fool. No one cares about you. Jesus, Jesus doesn't have time for you. Stop begging about a mess. You're always begging and they block me in. Even more, shush, they said, you are annoying, you are irritating, you are always making noise, as if they never made noise too. They, they made stupid noise, I heard them all the time, and yet the noise I was making was irritating them. For years I had a need that was ignored. I never once saw my mother's face. I never even saw her smile. I had no friends. And some days I thought the loneliness would kill me. I heard about the rainbow, so colorful, so pretty, and yet I never saw it. I, I felt the sun burn me, but I have never seen, and everyone kept their children away from me. 
I would sit and, and I would hear the children playing and, and they would be laughing. And sometimes I thought they would come over and play with me and they came. But that old Tommy, he was a bully, you know? And so he would say, here Bartimaeus, here blind Bartimaeus. And I held my hand out and he put sheep poop in my hands. I never knew that the ox had dung in the path until I stepped in it. I never once knew that there was a ditch alongside the road until I fell over in it. Broke my arm one day. I never once saw the tree branch in front of me until it almost poked my blind eyes out. You know how many times I held my can out begging for money? And there were those, they would put stones inside of it. And sometimes they would actually steal the money. Can you imagine stealing the money from a blind man? And the priest, the religious folks, heading over to Jerusalem, they say to the temple to pray to their God, they passed me by. Never once calling me by my name to say hello. Morning and evening was the same for me. All my life it was dark. What did they know? Everything was good in their life. They had perfect marriages and they had beautiful kids and they had work and they made money and they could see. You would think that they would be there helping me to scream out for Jesus on that day. You would think that they would help me get access to Jesus, but no. They just wanted me to shut up. Shush, Bartimaeus. The crowd. Can I tell you about the crowd? An entire group of people always around me, but never once saw me uncomfortable and refusing to hear the cries of someone in need. And even when they saw my need, they looked away and hushed me up because I was marginalized. I was weak and I was poor. Whatever happened to being your brother's keeper? Whatever happened to that? And they said, Bartimaeus, why are you acting like that? Be quiet. Shut up, Bartimaeus. Don't beg Jesus. He has no time for the likes of you. Jesus, they said, is going to Jerusalem for the Passover. And I shouted at them. And I said, because I need him. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. How can I sit here and say nothing as if everything is well with me? Well, it was not well with me. It was not. I had nothing. Oh, I had hopes and dreams. The biggest one being if only I could see, if only I could see. And, and somehow this was my day. This was my day. I could not miss this moment. I would claim this blessing in spite of my circumstances. Somehow, somehow I had faith in Jesus. My opportunity, my time, Jesus was passing by. 
maybe he would not pass by this way ever again. I needed Jesus and I had a reason for screaming. I had a reason for making noise because when you need God in your family, you have a reason for screaming. When you need God in your marriage, you have a reason for screaming. And when the enemy is trying to kill you, you have a reason for screaming. I was blind and I had a reason to scream his name. How do you approach Jesus when you need him? How do you go to God when you need an answer when everyone around you says to shut up? He doesn't care about you. He doesn't have time for you. Your problem is not important, Barimus. You know you've been blind all your life. You're just a cursed sinner. Shut up, Barimus. Well, I could care less what they thought about me that day. You know, they didn't even believe who he was. They, they just thought he was some famous guy. Are you trying to tell me that I was the only person that day who had a need, who was in desperate need of Jesus? They just wanted to see him and to clap. And so in an instant, I moved. And for the first time in my life, I begged like a shameless, desperate man. I shouted even more, Jesus! Jesus! Son of David! Have mercy on me! Have mercy on me! Have mercy on me! Jesus! Why was it so quiet? Did he hear me? I heard him then. He, he, he commanded that they, they bring him to me. It was scandalous to say the least. He, he was speaking to the crowd. They were to bring me to him. They who for years had ignored me. They who for years had discarded me, they were to bring me to him. Could I even trust them? Could I trust them to bring me to him? I think not. I, I didn't trust them. They, they won't help me. Then all of a sudden, someone was tapping me on my shoulder and they said, cheer up, blind Bartimaeus. He's calling you. Oh, now they saw me. Now they want to help me. Hypocrites. Jesus had heard me. Jesus noticed me. Jesus had stopped for me. No one had ever stopped for me before. They were always in a hurry, just tossing coins and food and their old clothes at me, never once actually stopping to have a real conversation with me. Jesus was calling me the Savior. He took time for me. He cared for me. Someone, someone actually cared for me. It was wonderful. 
someone cared for me finally. I thought I'm gonna help myself. So I, I threw off my coat off of me, that, that filthy coat that labored me as an outcast. That, that coat, it, it was all I ever truly had. My legal right to beg was in the court. The court was my shelter. When it was cold and when it was rainy, the court was my home. The court was my bed. I slept on it. It was my story that I hid my food and my money in. But I no longer needed that court. I believed, I believed, I believed. I had hope he was going to do it for me. And so I got up and I started to move towards Jesus. And they were helping, but I was still hobbling along as quickly as I could. And they stopped, but I was still going. And oh, it was so quiet. It was powerful. Something was about to happen. I just knew it. And I didn't even realize how close I was standing up in front of him until I heard him speak and his breath. I felt his breath on my face. And he said to me in a voice so soft and so compassionate and so loving, he said, he asked me, what? do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? No one had ever asked me that before. No one had ever valued my opinion before. People just thought that they knew what I wanted and, and gave me what they think that I wanted because they thought I was just an old, poor, begging man. But Jesus made me feel like a human. Jesus made me feel like a man. Jesus made me feel so alive. He asked, how? How may I serve you? I didn't stutter. I didn't even pause. I didn't even think. I, I, I looked up as if I can see him and I said, Lord. Master, that I can see, just let me see. And the moment was so still. And then he said the amazing thing to me. He said, your faith has saved you. And suddenly it was, um, oh, I can see. I can see, oh my God, I wanted to kiss him. I wanted to kiss me, I wanted to kiss them. I, I could see and I started praising him. Oh, glory, glory be to God. I started dancing and singing and twirling. I could see, I could see, oh, oh Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. It was a moment filled with wonder and the ear was filled with music and the crowd, the crowd too, they, they were happy for me and they were praising Jesus. Hypocrites. In desperation, I had cried out to him 
in spite of my circumstances. I, I had made my request known by faith because I believe that he was not just a name, Jesus, who was doing great things. I believe that he was who he claimed to be, son of God, Messiah, Savior. And in that moment, I grasped my opportunity and I asked, I asked for what I needed. And I got it. And I could see all your beautiful faces today. I can see. And I have praised him. And I have followed him since that day. And so here I am today. And I want to ask you some questions. Who are you in my story? Are you the crowd not stopping to help someone cry out to Jesus? Are you the crowd not taking those who are in need to Jesus? Are you Jesus? You're always passing by. And your eyes and your ears are always open and you are looking to see those who are in need and you actually stop and you ask of them, how may I serve you? Everybody wants to be like Jesus. Most people will say, I, I want to be like Jesus. But what if you are me? What if you are sitting here and you are burdened and you are broken and nobody knows it but you and the crowd they say shush what if you are the one who are actually in need of Jesus and perhaps today is the day when you can finally say don't shush me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Amen. <laughs>